Hey everybody, welcome to Kern Talks, Kern Memorial United Methodist Church's podcast where we revisit the message from this week's church service. I'm Krista Q, the worship leader and producer at Kern Church. We know you're busy and maybe don't have time to watch the video for a whole service. Well, we got you covered with Kern Talks. With that said, let's hear Pastor Donna Hester's message from Sunday, September 5th. He does everything. Good morning. I'm Donna Hester, pastor at Kern Memorial United Methodist Church in Oak Ridge, Tennessee. And I want to welcome you this morning from wherever you are as we come together and as we worship the risen Lord. We can depend on God. God feeds the hungry heals the sick, and restores relationships. Praise our loving God. Our scripture lesson today comes from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 7, verses 24 through 37. And I will be reading from the Common English Bible. Jesus left that place and went into the region of Tyre. He didn't want anyone to know that he had entered a house, but he couldn't hide. In fact, a woman whose young daughter was possessed by an unclean spirit heard about him right away. She came and fell at his feet. The woman was Greek. Syrophoenician by birth. She begged Jesus to throw the demon out of her daughter. He responded, The children have to be fed first. It isn't right to take the children's bread and toss it to the dogs. But she answered, Lord, even the dogs under the table Eat the children's crumbs. Good answer, he said. Go on home. The demon has already left your daughter. When she returned to her house, she found the child lying on the bed and the demon gone. After leaving the region of Tyre, Jesus went through Sidon toward the Galilee Sea, through the region of the ten cities. Some people brought to him a man who was deaf and could hardly speak, and they begged him to place his hand on the man for healing. Jesus took him away from the crowd by himself and put his fingers in the man's ears. Then he spit and touched the man's tongue. Looking into heaven, Jesus sighed deeply and said, Ephetha, which means open up. At once his ears opened, his twisted tongue was released, and he began to speak clearly. Jesus gave the people strict orders not to tell anyone. But the more he tried to silence them, 
the more eagerly they shared the news. People were overcome with wonder, saying, He does everything well. He even makes the deaf to hear and gives speech to those who can't speak. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. The Gospel of Mark. The Gospel of Mark is a different gospel. It's a gospel that calls for a secret. The Gospel of Mark quickly tells, has Jesus telling people to remain silent, not to share the news. And today we have two stories. The story of the woman whose daughter is possessed by a demon, and the story of the man who is deaf and has difficulty speaking. We wonder, what do these two stories have to do with each other? And sometimes we might have to really look and see. But I think what is the common denominator between these two stories has to do with being able to speak. I think the common denominator between the two stories is how the two individuals speak. Jesus is in the area of Tyre. He has left the area where of the Jews. And if you look at the beginning of chapter 7 of Mark's Gospel, as Jesus is in the synagogue, as Jesus is with the Pharisees, Jesus is teaching, Jesus is present with the Jews, and he leaves. He leaves and goes to the region of Tyre, and we're told he leaves and goes there to get away. It's another one of those moments where Jesus wants to get away. Jesus needs time for a Sabbath and rest, or Jesus needs to pray. Whatever the reason, Jesus is attempting to get away. But he doesn't make it. He doesn't hide well from the people. And here he is in the land of the Gentiles, and immediately there is a woman who approaches him. A woman who comes up to him and falls at his feet and asks Jesus 
to heal her daughter. To throw out the demons that are possessing her daughter. Jesus responds that the children are to be fed first. It isn't right to take the children's bread and toss it to the dogs. In other words, Jesus is saying, my work is for the Jews. I can't take my work and toss it to the Gentiles. And truthfully, while it's difficult to understand, it's difficult to understand why Jesus says this to the woman. Because essentially, Jesus is calling this woman a dog. And in that time and place, to call a person a dog was not a pleasant greeting. It was a biting insult. Dogs in first century Palestine were scavengers. Dogs in first century Palestine were not considered pampered pets. And so we have the conversation between Jesus and the woman where he has insulted her. He has called her a dog. And yet she responds. She responds with, Lord, even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. Those scavengers find a way to get the food. They sneak in the house, they get under the table, and they get their food. There's a lot of contemplation about why Jesus had such a conversation. But I think Jesus used this conversation as a way to see what her understanding was. What her understanding of his role as a teacher and as a healer was. Because quickly Jesus replies, good answer. Good answer. Go home. The demons have already left your daughter. Jesus healed her daughter without ever seeing her, without ever touching her, without speaking to her. Jesus healed her daughter based on her speech, based on her understanding of who he was, by showing her faith. By speaking her faith to Jesus, her daughter was healed. Jesus leaves the region of Tyre. 
And when Jesus leaves the region of Tyre, he finds himself making his way toward the Galilee Sea. And some people, we don't know who, we just know some people brought a man to him. Brought a man to him for healing. The man was deaf. The man could hardly speak. And Jesus placed his hand on the man for healing. But for the first time in the Gospel of Mark, Jesus touches the one that he heals. Jesus also takes him away from the crowd. Takes him away where it's just the man and him. And puts his fingers in the man's ears. Jesus spits on the man's tongue. And then says, open up. Open up. And the ears are opened. The twisted tongue is released. And the man begins to instantly speak clearly. The man is speaking clearly. And then Jesus, as the Gospel of Mark often has Jesus do, use that moment to say, keep quiet. Don't tell anyone. He gave him strict orders. Don't tell anyone. Really, Jesus? How is that going to work? Can you imagine being that man? Having been taken off to the side? Having Jesus' fingers in your ear? Having Jesus spit on your tongue? And then brought back to your friends who had brought you here in the first place? Can you imagine? Friends are asking what happened. Your friends are asking if you've been healed, if you can hear, if you can speak. And you want to tell them yes. You want to tell them what happened. You want to tell them how crazy it was. That you were healed with fingers and spit. But you've been given strict orders. You've been given strict orders not to tell anyone. The man had a twisted tongue. If the man said, yes, I've been healed. They were going to know. What had happened. They were going to know that he could hear the question. 
they were going to be able to tell that his speech was very different from what it had been. How is he going to keep that strict order that Jesus gives? Not to tell anyone. Doesn't take long. Doesn't take long for his friends to realize what has happened. And I'm sure he was barraged with questions. And I'm sure he had to tell them what had happened. How can you not? Especially in the way in which Jesus heals him. And so, as always happens, when Jesus orders people to silence, the, the news is shared quickly. The news gets out to everyone. And in this case, as people hear the news, as people know how Jesus healed him, they're overcome with a wonder. They're overcome with awe. And they're overcome with the power of Jesus. And they exclaim, He does everything well. Everything. He even makes the deaf to hear and gives speech to those who can't. Speak. He does everything well. They've heard. They've told. And I wonder. I wonder about the difference between them and us. I especially wonder about the difference between the man who was brought to Jesus by his friends. Him as well as his friends and us. They couldn't hold back the excitement. They couldn't hold back the stories. It was too good to be true. It was too good of how this man had been healed. And so they let everyone know. Even though they had been told to be quiet, they shared the news. Shared the news of how his ears and his tongue had been opened up shared the news of Jesus' awesome powers, of all the things that Jesus could do and do them well. It wasn't just the things they had heard about. Now they had witnessed their own healing. And they knew what Jesus could do. 
And they couldn't wait to share the news. Jesus comes to us. Jesus heals us. Maybe it's a healing of medical emergencies. Maybe it's a healing of emotional care. Whatever the healing that we experience as we come to Jesus, how do we respond? We respond very differently from the man and his friends. We respond very differently, probably from the woman as she returned home and found the demons had left her daughter. We listen to Jesus and we listen well. But does Jesus tell us not to tell anyone? It was at this point in Jesus' ministry, according to the Gospel of Mark, that Jesus was not ready to share all that was a part of his Messiahship. And he told people to be quiet. And those are the words we listen to and we follow. We are very hesitant to share what Jesus has done in our lives. We are hesitant to give the good news of how Jesus has opened us up, whether it's our ears, our tongue, our eyes, the ways in which we walk, whatever Jesus has come and touched our lives with, we usually keep silent. There was a point to the reasons that Jesus said keep silent at this point. But we know the rest of the story. We know all that Jesus has done. We know Jesus as our Lord and Savior. And maybe it's time for our tongues to be untwisted. Maybe it's time for us to open up. Maybe it's time for us to go forth and share the good news. Maybe we need to be eager to share that good news. Maybe. Just maybe, we need to evaluate all that Jesus can do and recognize that Jesus does everything 
well. And exclaim from the rooftops, the mountaintops, and everywhere we go. That Jesus is our Lord and Savior. And Jesus does everything well. Let us pray. Jesus, we come to you today knowing that you have told others to stay still. And they couldn't. You tell us to proclaim the good news. And sometimes we can't. We ask for your fingers. We ask for your spit. We ask that you open our mouths. Give us the speech that we may speak of your power, grace, and mercy. Amen. Receive now this blessing. May the power of God our Creator, Christ our salvation, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forever. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you want to reach out to Kern Memorial United Methodist Church or see entire services, you can visit our YouTube channel, Kern Memorial United Methodist Church, and remember to like and subscribe for updates. You can also visit us on our Facebook page at Kern Memorial United Methodist Church. Thanks and have a blessed day.